Finally, Coyote. Hit your heart out. <laughs> meep, meep. <laughs> hey, you guys. How you doing tonight? Don't you know there's a curfew? Lost track of time, you know. What's in the box? Well, here. Just some dirty laundry. <laughs> you know what I hate? I hate when, uh, when the good guy is walking away and then a huge explosion goes off behind him. Everybody and welcome to Bloody Sunday, the Strain Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Marbach, and I am joined only by Jolie Darrow. Jolie Darrow, that's right. It's just me and Jolie tonight, uh, which I do believe is the first time it's just been you and I. Yes. Uh, it's been just me and David at times. I think just me and Rob at times uh, on other on other podcasts, not this one. Um, but uh, last week was just me and David. Now it's just me and Jolie. Let's just switch this to uh, getting close. Yes, yeah, it's just getting <laughs> close. Uh, we're going to talk about projects you have in the pipeline, <laughs> uh, things that are currently going on, and maybe we'll talk about the strain at some point. Um, all right. The first thing I want to talk about before we actually get to the, uh, the goings-on of the show is we got a review uh, on iTunes, and it was very unfavorable, uh, which uh, I... I don't mind. Uh, I mean, people, uh, if you're listening to the show and you like it or hate it, uh, let us know. Um, but this one called us podcast bullies, uh, <laughs> which is funny in itself, uh, because they said, you know, if we don't like the show, why do we, why do we watch it? Now, I, I mean, I have several issues with this because we didn't, we didn't choose this show expecting to dislike it that's 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 the first point um we if you go back and you listen to our podcast last season we really really like this show for about half of it not not even half about about three episodes don't discount the the about portion of that sentence um (laughs) and then we liked a lot of moments from the sh- from the show, we 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 lost interest somewhat in the show itself uh, as a as a story, but there were a lot of really cool moments. Um, and this season has has not been great, um, but we did last season, so we wanted to continue doing this season because the the thing is we have hope for this show. We want this show to be good, uh, and. Yes, we, we joke about the show a lot, uh, we talk some shit, but when something is good, we point it out, mm-hmm. and we go on about it, and we dissect it, and we go into the, the mythology of things, but when j- shit sucks, we're going to have fun with it. Mm-hmm. So we're not hating on the show just to hate on the show. We're hating on the show because it crushes our souls. Yeah. Uh, uh, week after week. Um, but... I do enjoy this show. Mm-hmm. I don't enjoy it, say, for the reasons I, I first did, um, which was when it was, you know, it had it had it was kind of building. Um, but the, the the promise of this show uh, is just very inconsistent uh, to really enjoy in a sort of Game of Thrones like way. Um, the the rules of the world, like everything, is very inconsistent. But it's a very fun show to talk about. Now, let me ask you this. If we were to go back to the first season and rewatch those first couple episodes that we were praising from the beginning, would we find those same inconsistencies? I don't think so. Because I think the show... Yeah, I think the show started off very strong. uh, And then it just kind of lost steam. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, I think maybe last week, this is, this show is tends to be thirteen episodes. Right. It's probably ten. 
It's probably 10 at best. Mm -hmm. uh, give us 10 good episodes and put on, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, Search for Noah's Ark. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Something else. Uh, put on an episode of Louie. I don't know. That's what we're finding with uh, watching... Uh, first day of camp as well. I know you said you aren't watching it, but that's um, the wet hot American yeah, summer. Yeah, wet hot series. American summer. Um, we every episode there's like two to three amazing moments where we're laughing out loud and enjoying it, but it could be broken down into like one ninety minute movie. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be a whole yeah. series. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I just don't I don't agree that we are watching this show just to talk shit on it i want to i, w I would love to see an episode where i, I want to yeah, yeah i would love to see an episode an entire episode where it, it leaves me like wow we might go two hours on this podcast <laughs> but like i come into each week and i'm like eh, we'll be in and out in 20 minutes yep. uh we never are <laughs> um because uh and that alone should should show that we we care about the show um, we want to see the show succeed. We want the show to be the show that we know it can be. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. We're like parents. We, yeah, we are the show's mom, <laughs> and we see it wasting its potential. Uh, and it hurts and us, quite budget. frankly. And its budget. <laughs> it's wasting its potential and its financial assets. Um, so, Strain, if you're listening, um, and more importantly, uh, our podcast reviewer, um, absolutely appreciate your, your feedback. Duly noted, um, but I, I I would just disagree that we are, are podcast bullies because we don't only um, make fun of the show uh, or talk shit, but we love, absolutely love, and talk about when great things happen mm -hmm. on the show. We actively want the show to be good. Yeah, so um, strain if you're listening, uh, your your parents still love you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but why don't still, you... <laughs> yeah. Why don't you? You could call every <laughs> yeah. once in a while, uh, but if you do choose to come back to us, there will be chicken noodle soup waiting. Yes, um, and to anybody that listens to this show that actually does uh, really enjoy it and and sees it for what it is and for what we are trying to do with it, and that's basically just be honest. Then go to iTunes and rate and review the podcast. If you agree that we uh, are doing the show and its viewers a disservice, uh, then say so. Um, but if you really enjoy what we do, uh, which again is just kind of calling it as as we see it, whether it's good or uh, good, bad or ugly, then let us know. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, we do this with Game of Thrones. Um, we'll give a prize at the end of August. Uh, anybody that reviews the podcast, be it a good review or a bad review, will be entered to win uh, something strain related. I don't know. Worms. I, what's that? Yeah, we're going to give you a, a, a jar of worms. Um, and uh, I don't know, you can Maybe use them the for book. fishing or something. What? Maybe the book or something. Uh, I don't know. Well, series. I'll take a look this week uh, and see what the prize is going to be, but it'll be pretty decent. We've, we've done pretty well with Game of Thrones uh, related things, so let's see what the strain has to offer. Um, and, uh, I feel like there's probably a cool poster. Something. Some sort of we'll, we'll, we, we will talk about it uh, off bread. the podcast. Strain-themed <laughs> bread. Yeah. Uh, we will talk about it off podcast, <laughs> uh, off the air, and figure it out. And we will announce that prize next week uh, on, the, on the podcast. But you don't have to wait. If you go starting, I guess it would be August 3rd uh, through August 31st, whenever uh, I think that would be the last one of the month. Then uh, rate and review the podcast. It's Bloody Sunday uh, on iTunes. Thanks. All right. Uh, all of that said. Uh, wait, real quick. All right. Do you think that uh, there's any hope for this show to change its course? Like if all of a sudden everything started to make sense, the details started to fall into place, we saw society crumble the way we think it's been crumbling, can it change its course? Um, I think all the pieces are there. I think all the pieces were there last season. I think all the pieces are there for that sort of thing this season. And it's not a course change that's necessary. It's an episode cut. There's just a lot mm -hmm. of unneeded things in this show. Uh, like this episode, and I keep talking about it, like last week's episode was an hour and three minutes. 
this week's episode is an hour and ten minutes, and there's so there's useless things. Right. You can cut down on some of those uh, some of those excess scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, just leave them. Put them on the the DVD release <laughs> that comes with the uh, the the master's head for the four people who. Buy the DVD. Yeah. Right. <laughs> now you're actively talking shit. I'm being a bully. <laughs> yeah, stop it. Um, that's that's bully-like behavior, and uh, I won't stand for it. Um, Exhibit A. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't think that it's a, a course change that's necessary. I think it's a, a, a cutting of scenes, mm-hmm. which is not going to happen at this point. Um, so we're going to have to deal with uh, a lot of excess, pointless... Stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, just uh, for for example, we tonight, last week we had two scenes with the valet uh, that were completely unnecessary. Right. Because it was very easily solved this week with dialogue from <laughs> Dutch, clunky exposition, mm-hmm. you know, aside. She came in and she said exactly like what we needed to have and it makes those two previous scenes completely unnecessary. Or the other way around where you don't need the exposition, we already saw it. Right. I find that... Well, and this is, that's another uh, example of the writers and producers underestimating the intelligence of their audience. I think, so I've been watching The Wire, and there's a lot of things on The Wire where they won't show you anything, but they'll, they'll start talking about characters and allow the audience to figure out who they are, when they show up. Etc. And that's you know one of the things that makes the wire so great. You might not get it the first time around, but if you care enough, uh, which I think viewers of the wire do, you'll go back and try and figure out and put pieces together. If you don't already get it, yeah. Uh, again, I think that we're smarter than they're giving us credit for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so getting into this episode, uh, we open up. With uh, luchadors wrestling. <laughs> uh, uh, first, it was a wrestling match, and then it was a um, uh, a vampire fight, mm-hmm. uh, and then it was uh, chasing the vampire to the castle, uh, uh, and then it was a movie. And, and we loved it. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, at one point, Jolie had said, um, "Are we sure we're watching The Strain?" Uh, and I just I couldn't help but think like. If not, uh, so what? Uh, <laughs> um, but also, at the same time, we don't really know what to expect of this show. And that just goes to show, like, we were watching the show and we didn't know if we were watching the show that we watch for now two and a half, or one and a half seasons, um, which is funny in itself. Um, but that was the first full six minutes of the show, mm-hmm. which was just the, the opening of this setting up um, the Silver Angel, which is also the title of the episode, um, and showing him chasing a vampire in this movie to kill it, uh, and then the vampire uh, hurts his knee, so then we know that it's that he's the same guy, because um, they really sell that. Uh, and then, I, I mean, I guess we could just go from there right into the Gus stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Gus goes to the restaurant... Uh, where the Silver Angel is now... I don't know if he owns it or, or think, works there. I don't know if it was a, a joke or like a, a cutting remark, but Gus called him the dishwasher. It might have been just him poking fun at the fact that he's working in a restaurant that's not of his own ethnicity, because it's an Indian restaurant. Um, but yeah, I think he's just... He's working there to some... He seems like he's got some uh, some clout. Okay. Um, and we had a scene where Gus goes in and gets dinner. Mm-hmm. And I think that might have been it. Uh, I mean, he <laughs> meets... Yeah, he flirts with the... the pretty lady. Pretty, pretty lady. <laughs> um, hubba, hubba. Yeah, she's, she was pretty. Yeah, she's um, definitely... Uh, I feel like there's probably a behind-the-scenes fight between, like, Nora and the executive producer. Like, no, 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 you don't... <laughs> No one prettier than Yeah, she's me. too pretty. And she is the most attractive woman on the show, on the show. right now. Yeah, 100%. Not Nora. This, I mean, Nora's very pretty. Um, but Dutch is pretty. Dutch is pretty. Um, but in my... I guess in my <laughs> own tastes, uh, this woman yeah. takes it. Yeah. 
She's all I, right. can, I can agree with that. Um, but you think she's not coming back? She was just a foil, foil for Gus to have a reason to stick around. There are other ways to do that. Yeah, yeah. Don't. But, <sighs> but yeah, there's no. I don't think she has any longevity on the show. She's a vampire by the next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he has to. In the same season, he kills his mom and his love interest. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that already is better than what's happening. <laughs> I can see that being the case. Like, and you even said, um, well, we'll get to it in a bit, but if Vaselli yeah. had, had, had died at the hands of the... I would have been so invested. Yeah. I, I, and I hate myself that I, like, cared whether or not this character lived or died. But that means something to me. Yeah. That I actually did care. Yeah. Uh, I like him as a character. Yeah. Uh, so I would definitely care and I wouldn't expect him to die Mm -hmm. which would also be good yeah it would be really good for this show and it would be good for me to get you know like oh shit okay yeah um but yeah we'll we'll talk about that in a moment um so um there was the before we get to more restaurant (laughs) more (laughs) Gus going to eat uh (laughs) enthralling scenes uh he goes back to his house where his um he's I guess just picking up some stuff and his mom um, is there, uh, and he has the opportunity opportunity to kill her, and doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't do it. No. I'm not gonna do it. Mm. Um, I thought he would have killed her. Yeah, he's got a thing for his family, but like you knew he wasn't gonna die in that situation either. Right. Like, there was no threat. I didn't feel any threat as a viewer. Like, oh yeah. no, he's not going to kill his mom. He's a he's a goner. Yeah. You knew something was going to happen, and then the master starts talking through mm-hmm. his mother. Master calls him, uh, says that he failed, mm-hmm. uh, that um, the ancients are are the past, and he's the future. Um, uh, other stuff. <laughs> Just- <laughs> Exposition. Other stuff. I guilt, did. guilt, guilt, yeah, yeah, guilt. Yeah. Um, and then goes to kill Gus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Gus just kind of does the old wrestling, throws her against the ropes kind of thing. I think he learned that from uh, the Silver Angel. Yeah, he learned it <laughs> from watching Silver Angel in the ring. Um, and then he locks her in and goes about his business. Mm-hmm. Um, back to... Neither... Back to the- neither- Growing, nor yeah, changing. Nor. Back to the restaurant. Um, he wants to eat. A uh, pretty lady comes comes over uh, to serve him. Gets called back by her mom. Says, "Mom says, hey, I don't want you serving a guy like that." In the middle of yeah. the apocalypse, I still have judgment over you. Who yeah. you date? Not only that, but <laughs> she's just taking his order. Yeah, she's not even like he's not asking her out. She's just like, I don't want you. Talking to somebody like that, like first of all, that's just bad business. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's really dumb. Uh, and second of all, it's rude. Mm-hmm. It's rude. It's like um, when he orders a slice of pie, that's not what he means. And she's like, "Okay, fine, yeah, whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever mom, <laughs> whatever mom." Uh, so uh, he ends up getting tossed basically by the Silver Angel. And then they meet up in the the alley, uh, where Gus recognizes, put you know, puts pieces together somehow, uh, and because of course, yeah, it's it's, it's Gus's favorite movie. Mm-hmm. It's probably in a cut scene uh, from last season or something. Um, or <laughs> no, they, fr- didn't, they didn't think that far. <laughs> or ahead. quite frankly, probably this season somewhere <laughs> it's pop- popped up and we just weren't paying attention. Um, and then. Uh, he's denying it and denying it and denying it, and then he, uh, Gus leaves. Uh, and this is the kind of thing that has just really bothered me so much about this show because it's so much treading water. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, why couldn't they have, like, what was the purpose of that? Uh, there could have been some interesting thing that comes out in that. I mean, you didn't need Gus to go back to the restaurant two, three times before no. that comes. <laughs> no. That could have been the the very first very first stop. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we could have had a lot more movement 
we, we can have a lot more movement from show to show. There's so much that can be cut, but it's already been said. <laughs> Won't keep going into it. Um, any other uh, bits on Gus's storyline this time? Story. Uh, you just watched the last week's episode. Yeah, so I'm having a hard time remembering what's what. Well, talk talk about last week. Whatever, whatever you remember. Uh, so the the UV light stuff was that that was last week, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't seem that moved by the fact that he just lost his posse. He's not really. He's neither in a funk about it, nor is he, like, motivated by what happened. He's just kind of like, oh, he gets over to Zoom to business as uh, usual. Yeah. Uh, so that's what's off-putting to me. I typically like the Gus storylines, but this seems... He's, like, seeing one of his childhood idols. <laughs> it's like when you see, like, uh, an old, like, athlete or something that you admire, and they're, like, fat and yeah. awful, and he, he's, like, more upset about that than the <laughs> fact that he's just lost all his vampire friends. Yeah. Uh, do you think that he did lose all his vampire friends? Uh, in what capacity? Uh, well, I'm not, I'm not sure that they're all dead. Mm-hmm. Um. I feel like they are... They, they very well could be. Like and I think that it could also just be me expecting more of the show um, uh, that may be undue well, they, credit. They clearly taught him. I feel like they don't even need to be a thing anymore because the whole thing, I guess it was last episode with him uh, hand-to-hand fighting these vampires and them teaching him the ways was sort of to, to prime them for it was sort of like a, a Mufasa Simba thing I've taught you the ways yeah I mean well then give us more of that yeah give us a couple episodes of that mm-hmm. we don't need to see him eating in a restaurant for <laughs> half the episode right um, give us some more hand to hand combat uh, the different stages let's see him going through the Eliminator an American Gladiator um, uh yeah, it would be it would be more interesting to right. see that kind of growth and that kind of passing. So that way, yeah. when they do die, I give a shit. Yeah, and you know um, that he's in, he's taken care of. Mm-hmm. I mean, you figure that's what that's what I was expecting when he went to his mother's house was he was gonna walk in. He, I'm not gonna do. It, I'm not gonna do it. And then he does wind up ripping out his mother's tongue with his yeah. bare hands, which would have been cool. Yeah, that would have been a very cool. That scene changes. To watch. That's gonna change him as a character. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know, maybe by the end of the season, we, he goes back to that house and knows that he... Something has changes to. with him and knows that he has to has to do that. But we can get there sooner if he just does it right then and there, mm-hmm. and then maybe goes down a dark path. Especially yeah. <laughs> in at a different restaurant. Um, <laughs> he just tries different cultural cuisines. Yeah. yeah, meets a pretty lady at each one. Yeah. Um, I heard those Japanese ladies oh, are no. nice. I'm throwing my head. <laughs> Throw it on my head. Yep. That's um, no, fine. You're fine. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I don't think... I, I, I don't think that they're dead. Mm-hmm. Or at least they're all dead. I can understand completely how they could be, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't want I them don't to be how, dead. I don't know how they... You think there's more, maybe? There's more of uh, that breed of... Well, I think there has to be because there's got to be some kind of link between the ancients and Gus. Right. uh, Because is he just going to go and start talking to them and and set up their dinner? Yeah. He's going to be like house guest, um, caretaker. Um, (laughs) Just stripping down. How do you like your humans? Yeah. Um, So I think there's there's got to be there's got to be more. Than than that. Um, yeah. maybe. So I imagine he'll hook up with those guys instead because those the UV lights seem like they just crushed every everyone and everything. Unless yeah. next the first scene of next episode is just like exposition. Well, actually, they got out. We got out just in time. I don't think I'll that they got out. Turn turn th- the lights off. I think it's more um, they're held there. Right. I think they're they're probably being being held. For I don't know questioning or research, um, something. Coco Marchand. Yeah, for Coco Marchand. <laughs> Hi, I'm Coco Marchand. <laughs> um, all right, moving on to. Uh, I guess the rest really was just um, 
outside of the end was uh, F and Nora letting the vampire loose to try and infect the vampire population. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it worked. And it and it's working. Um, but it was just funny because they let him go first. And maybe you can help me understand what the hell happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they let the one guy go. Uh, and he doesn't... They're like, go ahead. Scoot. Scram. Scram. Get out of here. Scat. Gone. Be gone. <laughs> Adios. Sayonara. Arrivederci. Uh, and he's not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, huh? Yeah. Huh. So they got to like throw a rock at him like... Or like Airbud. Or Nymeria when yeah. uh, Ari is trying to get rid of her. Um, Basically, any animal. Yeah, any animal movie. with a kid that becomes attached to it and they have to get rid of it for some reason. For good, though. Yeah. It's for the good. It's for, it's the for good. his own good. Mm-hmm. Um, and this being for the good of the human race. <laughs> uh, so they allow him back into the vampire population to infect it. Uh, I'm still not sure how the virus spreads. Uh, I think it might be the same thing. Oh, oh, but you're right. It doesn't make sense because they're not. The vampires aren't biting each other. Right. Maybe it's airborne. That's my. That's as good <laughs> of a guess it's as air any, Yeah, it's as good of a guess as anything, because nothing was explained. Maybe through like puddles. <laughs> what? Through puddles? <laughs> yeah, they're always like. There's all that Spread white. through potholes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's no congressman to fix those right now. No Hums <laughs> no Budmanship in Manhattan right now. Uh, I don't know. How, how, would, you, how would this spread? Um, well, they all sleep together. Yeah. I mean, it, it could be like a skin <laughs> They sleep to around. Skin. Yeah. A, it, well, a close also, contact, breath. It could be close airborne. <laughs> close airbud. Yeah. Uh, when when the, the guy was sleeping, he was in like a group of people and he had his hand on the other... He had his hand in the other vampire's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he had his tongue in the other one's ear. Yeah. Okay. Earwax is probably how this is yeah. read. And they were they were rubbing non-penises. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Cloaca, they were rubbing Cloaca. Yeah. yeah. Just their little angel parts. Um... Alright, so we, we've got a, a lot of ways where this could spread yeah. that probably were already covered in the show. A lot of options yeah. here. It was probably covered. If you know how this virus is spread, tweet us at, at yeah. SRM Podcast. Yeah, at SRM Podcast, <laughs> tweet us that. Uh, or if you have fun ways that you think it might be spread, um, at SRM Podcast. Uh, so uh, I'm trying to keep these together. Uh, he, he takes them on a on a sightseeing tour ends up at a hospital uh, psychiatric hospital um, and why did he why did they go there I think he was a patient um, he had schizophrenia as they found out by reading his file they immediately pulled up he his was trying file. to get trying to get his meds yeah, so. <laughs> yeah or that was probably where he had been living before they were camped out in the what do you call it in the the storage, storage unit, unit. So maybe... Him and his wife were both living there? Yeah. So maybe they... Maybe they hid in the storage unit to, like, keep themselves safe from the world. Like, not just... Or, like, the world safe from them. Who knows? Uh, I think they were trying to stay safe for themselves. Right, that too. Um... But yeah, they. I guess but, he was living there sometimes. I don't know, know what purpose that served. Like, what, what? Why bring him to a psychiatric ward rather than somewhere else? Did we get anything from? Okay, so that's that's what you just said. You don't know. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I was going to ask, but you had already answered my question <laughs> with uncertainty. Um, but yeah, it's why? Not explained. Why go? Why? Why go there? Maybe. There's something about... Like, I'm thinking story-wise. Maybe because it's where there's a lot of other people, rather than it being, like, an apartment building or something, or, like... I guess, but you're creating this world. Right. You're writing it, so they can be... It can be anywhere. It can be anywhere. It could have been a a playground, and they could all have been on top of a jungle gym. Well, I guess the idea is that they tend to return to where they were living, and to, to harm their loved ones, or... Whatnot, but his wife was already harmed. 
maybe he didn't have anyone else, so the only people he knew were the people at the psychiatric ward. And that's just, like, a group of people that he can infect. It, it was, it's like a... I think it would have made much more sense if he would have gone back to the storage unit. <laughs> really, though. I mean, yes, from a, a logistics, a, a logical <laughs> standpoint, but I think for the, the idea of, like, we want this thing to spread fast as writers, where can he have lived or been a part of? What community can he be a part of where it will infect people quickly? I think it's just a plot device. Um, um, I don't like any of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, what else with that? There was the, oh, so they, he does, uh, lay down with some vampires, uh, and, uh, sticks his finger up one of their butts, <laughs> um, spreads the, spreads the infection, uh, F and Nora circle back. Uh, I guess maybe after a day or so, mm-hmm. maybe two days, uh, and find one of them is infected, uh, and then they find another one infected, and then, like, thud, thud, <laughs> uh, they start jumping off buildings, and they realize that the master is having them kill themselves yeah. so that they don't spread the infection. So they know it works. They're, they have yeah. confirmation. Yeah. Uh, but you had said... You were disappointed that they cut away from that scene because you just wanted to see more zombies kill themselves. Yeah, uh, yeah. and this show does that. This show did it uh, with the UV segment. Uh, they they've done it mm-hmm. in the segment where uh, Dutch and Vaselli were in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, like really cool scenes uh, that really for me saved some episodes uh, and make me want to keep watching, even if I wasn't podcasting about it. Uh, they cut away from it. Right. Uh, and I find that very annoying because mm-hmm. it'll go to a commercial and there are way too many commercials already as it is. Um, so, yeah. When you when you find something that's that's really good in this show and maybe it's just a, uh, a budget a budget thing. They only have so much. <laughs> they only have so many people <laughs> yeah. willing to commit suicide. Yeah, we only got two stuntmen. <laughs> uh, so, um, we're going to need to cut. It's going to be short there, guys. Um... So, yeah, I I would just like to see more. I could have watched, I could have watched Thug. that scene for about Thug. five 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 maybe seven minutes right. of of more just than... them kind of going around. Because how cool would it be if they were if they were in a more confined environment, like going down an alley, uh, and then as they're running down the alley, like vampires are just kind of like falling right in right. front of them, and they're almost getting crushed by. Yeah. Uh, God, it would be so awesome. But that also speaks to what I was saying before. You can't have these people jumping off the roof if he goes back to the storage unit. You know what I mean? It has to be in a place where there are a lot of people living. There's a lot of vampires crawling around. A lot of people who have claimed that as their home. Okay. All right. Well, I'm half sold. (laughs) Um, Maybe by the end of this, this podcast... I will care um, about that particular <laughs> argument. All right. Uh, so, yeah, that was cool. Uh, and F wants to expand. He wants to, like, we want to expand this operation. I want to, yeah, I want to, I want to open, open up a storefront and just uh, <laughs> really start cranking these suckers out. Just uh, brick, uh, brick and mortar building. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Nora is like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> we'll, take it, we'll take it on the road. <laughs> We'll start a, a touring company. <laughs> Put on the brakes, F. Put on the brakes. Um, he's like, no, we're going to D.C. We're going to we're going to Monaco. Oregon. We're going, we're going to Philly. Yeah. Uh, Nothing can stop us now. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, stop, stop it, stop it now. Um, and that's pretty much where we where we left them uh, outside of Zach. Well, there was a couple of Zach things. Uh, we found out that Zach is a Bolivar fan. Oh, God. Do you think there's, like, subliminal <laughs> messages in his new music? Um, that was my first thought when I saw it's him. It's new music? I don't I don't know if yes or no. <laughs> How familiar <laughs> with Bolivar's catalog are you? Uh, well, his discography. You know, you know I, I really liked Bolivar, early 90s Bolivar, but then he okay. just got a little too mainstream for my taste. Um, he started, you know, playing bigger venues, the Tweeter Center. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then he also started tweeting. Tweeting, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so... Red Rocks. I don't know. I mean, if it, I don't see him... <laughs> I want that cut scene. 
a boulevard <laughs> recording new music. <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, a producer on the other side of the glass just, like, disagreeing with him. Like, no, nah, man, we got we're, we got to cut out that middle section. And, yeah. and he just eats his throat <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for yeah. disagreeing. Anyone else? Uh, Anyone else have any opinions on how I should make my art? <laughs> um, could you put your hair back on, please? <laughs> so awful. It's very, yeah. That disturbed the... the Bolivar weave disturbs me <laughs> so much more than Bolivar. 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 Sorry. <laughs> Boo. <Yeah. laughs> no, that disturbs me way more than any zombie guts on the entire show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't think it's new music, is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Um, but if but it would, was, it if would be it was, phenomenal. put that scene in. For yeah. the love of God, I want to see that scene. <laughs> if this is new music, if this is new, twenty fifteen Bolivar post um, a vampire infection. Yeah, I want the scene of him recording a new song uh, because holy shit, that would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, so that's God. my thought, though. If, if it's new stuff, it's definitely... There's definitely subliminal messages. If it's old stuff, still probably subliminal messages. <laughs> yes, yeah. but you gotta play it backwards. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, maybe that's why, like, he's so pissed off all the time. He's just listening to this, like, terrible music. It's fucking with his brain. Does F know that Bolivar is one of the, uh, the henchmen? He's... I mean, he's gotta know that... There's something up because he he makes a face at the yeah, music. but that could also could just be, be a dad. Proving dad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's any real uh, hint at him knowing. Okay. Um, I don't remember that. Zach thing. and F go to uh, the batting cage for some father son time. Didn't quite go well. Oh yeah. Kept having uh, flashbacks. Kept having flashbacks to being at the batting cage with his mom. <laughs> and I said it would be funny if all those flashbacks had the old Zach in them. <laughs> <laughs> that would be brilliant. Like, again, so like that funny. was such a... Then this... With, with things like that, I feel like this show is starting to find what it what it is. Yeah. Uh, and just owning its cheesiness. Yeah. Because it's so cheesy. Yeah. Uh, and listeners, again, don't mistake me talking about this show's cheesiness as dislike. I I love when these moments happen. They are really fun. Um, it's just that this show is riding the line right mm-hmm. now of trying to... Is it is Dawn it, of the Dead yeah. or is it Shaun of the Dead? <laughs> uh, and it's trying to be somewhere in between those two things. And it's not a, it's not a good place for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but when there's episodes <clears throat> that define themselves as one or the other it's it's good yeah i i think that it's uh like when it takes itself seriously that's when i don't enjoy it quite as much but like for instance the the whole silver angel thing was clearly super hokey and super that that was intentional right Mm -hmm. that was intentionally bad and like uh but we loved it that was my favorite part of the entire episode Mm -hmm. um yeah. Yep. That's where I'm at. Uh, so... And also, uh, oh, and also real quick, and like when... And I, I struggle with how self-aware is it, you know what I mean? A, a lot of people I've talked to who do really enjoy the show are thrilled by the fact that it's like a, a live-action comic book, but I don't know how self-aware it is in that assessment. Probably not. I don't think it is. No. I don't think so. Uh, at least it doesn't portray itself as as that. Um, all right. So, yeah, Zach and F are at the batting cage. Uh, there's some flashbacks to, uh, I guess, sometime last year. <laughs> like, they, they seem about the same age. Um, and Kelly can hit. Kelly, uh, Kelly, uh, yeah. his mom can, can hit the ball. What? Zach cannot. Zach is not a good, uh, not a good at, not good at the plate, um, and that was it. So I guess the whole thing was to just uh, show that he he's not over his mom being a vampire, which is going to lead to future conflict and the yeah. fact that she's they're, they're going to meet in the middle somewhere, and he's probably going to lose. 
Yeah, I think uh, we didn't talk about this, but I think there is also some. I think Kelly has some effect on him still. You think? Uh, because Isn't I remember it was in the last episode um, where he said, I think mom wants to see me again or something like that. He said that in the last episode. Oh, yeah, I want to go. Well, he, he gets on the bus and tries to yeah. go to Queens to see um, her. Yeah, mom wants to. I think he said, like, mom wants to see me or uh, I just feel like mom wants to see me again. Something, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but how would he know that? I don't know. I think she's 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 a vamp. She's got some she's got some juice. <laughs> she's got some powers. Uh, so I think that's a possibility. Right. Um, but if it's just to hammer home the fact that he doesn't like that his mom's a that he just wants to go see his mom regardless of the fact that she's a vampire, um, we get it. Mm-hmm. We don't need more more scenes so like there's that. There's like a whole there's like a, a whole mom motif in the entire episode, right? It's uh, you've got Gus with his mom. She still has power over him. Uh, you've got the mom at the restaurant. You know the mom still controls the life of the daughter mm-hmm. in a way. And uh, maybe the show actually recognizes that there's a theme running throughout. Yeah, I mean, I think. Uh... Just like with an improv show, the audience will put things together that were not necessarily intended. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will give the uh, the benefit of the doubt to the show on this one because there were too many... There was a, a pattern there. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, you had Kelly, Gus's mom, uh, the mom in the restaurant. So, yeah, there's three's a pattern. Mm-hmm. We'll, let's, we'll, 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 give we'll, we'll, we'll give that to them. One win. To yeah, the you, you get this one. Um, and that's good. Yeah. We need more creative weaving together of things. Mm-hmm. Um, not like Bolivar's weave. Bolivar. Um, all right, so jumping back to Abe and Dutch. Um, she comes in and says that she's got a hunch that out of nowhere... She's just been, I've just been thinking about the valet kind of, or the valet kind of thing, um, and says that, you know, she did some digging or whatever, and he has a brother on, uh, Staten Island, um, and, uh, Abe is like, yeah, you're right, let's go, boom, (laughs) uh, just like that, so then they go, he's like, um, what do you want, girl? Yeah. I feel like he doesn't actually end a restatement with that, but that's secretly, like, that's what he punctuates in his head. Um. So Girl. they go to Staten Island. Uh, they see the bodies that are hanging um, around, um, severed heads and everything from that other woman. Um, and then they meet up with the ballot. Um, his brother shows him, sells him out in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and what do they want from him? They want uh, they want him basically want they him want the secrets, I guess, about <laughs> Elroy. Yeah. We want your secrets, yeah, uh, about Palmer. Um, any access that he has to him because that's the whole thing. They want to. Everyone wants to get this guy right, like for some reason. Uh, he holds, and they're confused too. They're like, why does he? What's his end game? He's already the richest dude in the world or in New York. Yeah, why? Why is he bothering? Why does he want to take down the economy? Yeah. Um, so I think they're just trying to figure that out. Was it this episode? We I think it is where we realized that his father was the one serving uh, yes. him back in the day. It's just like, how tacky. Yeah. I don't like... In other shows, I enjoy when other characters are we Like, wow, they've known each other for a really long time. They have very strong histories. This show, it just seems so tacky. Like, I don't need Abe to know Elridge Palmer before he became Elridge Palmer. Yeah. Um, I don't need i to have been, like, looming over them the whole yeah. time. He's uh, a strong enough character on his own. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with... Uh, that side of things. Yeah. Um, just because, I mean, Abe is 95. That's what he said, right? 95 years old. Icorse is even older. Mm-hmm. Um, Palmer is at least that old. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we saw that the relationship between Abe and Palmer wasn't always as bad as it mm-hmm. is now. 
and what we saw in this um, episode was the moment where things probably started changing. Mm-hmm. And that was when uh, they go to... They're, they're on the hunt for the lumen, the something lumen. <clears throat> uh, and they go... They track it down to a nunnery. Uh, and they go to try and get it, but it's too late. Uh, and It's been burned. Yeah, the, the, the little kid that was hiding in the cupboard... Uh, says that it's been burned, um, it's gone, they run around, uh, he, he runs away, and Abe chases him, um, kills some vampires, and while he's doing that, Eichhorst pops up to Eldridge Palmer and says, he basically tells him that he can tell him whatever he wants to know. Mm-hmm. So this was the beginning here of that split. Right. Uh, uh, Eldridge Palmer going from the good side to the bad side, um, or at least the neutral side to the bad side, uh, and Abe, I guess, getting another enemy. Well, what's interesting, too, and I guess this might have been more relevant last week, but it's interesting that both Abe and Eldridge want the same thing, but for different reasons. Yeah. Um, Abe wants to live forever, uh, so he can take down the master. He wants to live as long as he needs to to take down the master, whereas Elridge wants to live as long as he can uh, and is willing to help the master to do that. It's yeah. a nice, nice little dichotomy. Yeah. Um, I think that's it for those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another, another cool moment uh, where we were... After the financial summit, where they say that the they're going to get the markets back and trading and all that stuff, like I didn't even realize that they were down. First of all, um, because everything else in a lot of places seems to be business as usual. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like that. Uh, thinking back on it, the like little mom and pop like Indian uh, restaurants, of course, are going to still be open. Like I feel like those are the staples of like. Things that will stay open through th- like still yeah. gotta gotta make a yeah. gotta make a living yeah. even in the apocalypse. Yep. Um, and we have a news report following the uh, following the summit uh, and on live TV, mm-hmm. no less, a uh, bunch of vampire big vampire attack, mm-hmm. uh, which was again is not something that we've seen in this show right. so far. Is that that something like such a public attack yeah um we've had people attacked in alleys uh we had people attacked uh Wait, in storage units call it? alleys oh, somebody uh, said alleys alleys i might have uh we had people attacked in alleys <laughs> in alleys uh, uh and uh storage units so just kind of away from public i mean except for there was a couple times last season <laughs> when like the nursing home uh was attacked but this was like live television so if this doesn't have like huge like worldwide effects r- because that's that shit's gonna be like in our world as we know it that's gonna be on youtube within 20 minutes you know yeah. what i mean that's gonna go viral so fast but something tells me it's not gonna make a difference next it's week. not even like <laughs> youtube in 20 minutes this is uh in in real world you, uh, the reality they're setting up is that uh the financial markets <laughs> All of trading is down. Yeah. Uh, and Eldridge Palmer has somehow helped to negotiate, like, okay, let's get everything back up and running. Let's make it business as usual kind of thing um, and start recovering. Mm-hmm. That's like MSNBC, Fox News, right. CNN, CNBC. Yeah, this Fox isn't Money, like, uh, like Fox Trenton, business. New Jersey. This is like the one of the most important cities in the world. Yeah. And this is a bunch of vampires attacking and killing mm-hmm. um, tourists, um, maybe some of the businessmen, some of the financial people. Uh, so if it, uh, I, I'm just going to be so annoyed. And people that 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 get annoyed that we get annoyed at this show better be annoyed at that because that is a huge thing, and it and it perfectly summarizes. My feelings about mm-hmm. about this show. 
uh, that you can have something so big and then you're not going to do anything with it, whether it's uh, whether it's fear or writing yourself into a hole um, or needing to spread out a story over 13 episodes, even though it might only be 10. Um, do something with it. Uh, the the next week on got cut off on the, on the DVR. Um, I just got to set it because you never know how long this show is going to be. Yeah, uh, I had it set for <laughs> uh, like two hours th- yeah. and forty minutes. Last week I had it set for like uh, I think it was like five minutes extra. Not enough this time. Um, you never know how long this goddamn show is going to be. DVR cannot cannot deal with it. In any case, um, I don't know what it said is going to happen next week, but if shit isn't insane or at least on the cusp of insanity I'm going to be very annoyed Mm -hmm. I'm going to be very very annoyed Mm -hmm. I feel like uh, the other the other problem though is if this were our world not only like yeah it would be on YouTube within 20 minutes but like it wouldn't even be the most popular video of the day. It'd be something dumb, like a cat, like singing "Merry <laughs> Christmas" or something. Oh uh, no, I think I think it would have to, uh, I think it'd have a ton of views. Uh, I just think that the comments would be needlessly racist. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just trolling. Yeah, um, uh, I could do that on um, Premiere Elements ten point Um yeah, lose some weight. What? Who are you even talking about? <laughs> the reporter? The, zo- no, the zombie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the way he looks. Yeah. Uh, I don't like his tattered clothes. <laughs> yeah. can't, can't he just shop at American Eagle or something? Yeah, get a wig. <laughs> get a wig. Um, Boulevard's got one. All right, P.S. so... P.S. This is Boulevard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boulevard is just trolling the yeah. internet. And Check out my new time. CD. <laughs> it, it drops early 2016. You can get a couple it's tracks called, on iTunes and Apple Music. It's called Back from the Dead. Yeah. Like my career. <laughs> D-E-D-D. For no reason. Um, all right, so there's a couple other quick scenes we'll talk about before we get out of here. Uh, you're going to do quick... Uh, favorite tweets mm-hmm. uh, and then we'll do winners and losers and then we'll call it nights yeah. uh, so the blowing up of the subway kind of goes a little wrong um, he uh, Vaselli is going to blow up the entrance to the subway to stop a lot of the vamps from getting to uh, getting through mm-hmm. um, and he I wouldn't say he gets caught by the um, I don't know what what we want to call them they're like the the like cronies yeah or like they're like an i guess an army the staten island army sure all right he gets caught by the army um goonies the staten island goonies stragoonies stragoonies uh so he gets caught by them and he doesn't even get caught he he could have probably easily just kind of gone on through because he hid behind a pillar and they were like all three stooge like yeah um and uh, then he starts talking to them. He starts distracting them. He's trying to get. I think uh, distracting them from the the bomb. Yeah, I think sure. he's trying to lead them away from the bomb because he didn't. Even though they're he doesn't dumb, want them to get hurt, right? Yeah, he doesn't want them to get hurt, okay. and he doesn't want to be responsible for that. So he leads them away. Yeah. Uh, but like they take far too long. Like they're very suspicious the entire time. Yeah. Uh, and they take a while to do anything about it. Yeah. And like we were saying, they uh, attack him. They start beating him up. And I think he's a goner. Like, they could easily kill him. They'd have every reason to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would have loved it. I would have hated it, but I would have loved how much I hated it. Yeah, because, I mean, not only does that change... Uh, well, him, of course, because he's he goes from life to death. Mm-hmm. Um, but it changes the stakes of... It shows even more than what I think they're trying to do. Because what they're trying to do is show that this is now a police state. Uh, they they have bands around their arms right. that, that kind of signify that they're part of some special task force, mm-hmm. the Stragoonies. The Stragoonies. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, it changes... The, the mission for right. for the others and it shows like what's really at stake here mm-hmm. um like the, the that news getting back to dutch um is going to be devastating yeah. I, I guess uh, we'll have <laughs> lost two people to the yeah. vampire war yeah 
Yeah, that would be huge. And that would be, I mean, God, that would be like, that's what we love about the other shows. That's what we love about, you know, Game of Thrones. That's what we love about The Leftovers. They're not afraid to kill off some characters. Actions have consequences. Yeah. It's a, it's a pretty simple concept. Actions have consequences. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this show... Uh, I'm not saying that in this show actions don't have consequences. But actions have very slow consequences that aren't as... That don't quite reach what the stakes should be. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um because right. if I know my characters are going to always live and come out on top, why why bother? Yeah. And, like, I mean, at worst right now, I don't think he's dead. Um, he's probably just getting put in um, a vampire prison um, for breaking curfew. Uh, and then the one other scene we didn't talk about, uh, I think, was uh, the bl- what, I've, what I've been calling the Blind Hound Gang. Um uh, they they went to the batting cage, <laughs> right? Because so, they smell. They so I guess that's the main. We figured out the main purpose of these blind kids is just because they're they have heightened senses. The bloodhounds. The bloodhounds. Yeah, the bloodhounds. <laughs> uh, so they're kind of sniffing Zach out. Um, it's got to be easier ways, right? You know. Well, especially because I mean, maybe he stays like he does stay inside a lot. He's not, like, roaming the streets, so I guess the master doesn't have an easy way to keep an eye on him. Um, but he doesn't know that the kid's not going to fuck up and go outside at some point. He did that one time with yeah. the bus. a couple times uh, over the last two seasons. Um, but it, it just seems such a, such a weird way to go about finding him. Yeah. Uh, is to almost breed... An army of blind vampires uh, with the expectation they're going to have heightened, heightened um, smell right. uh, and hearing, and they're going to be able to track him down. Because if that's the case, they also could just use like dogs. <laughs> they don't. They don't. They don't need to do this. Right. Yeah. It seems excessive. Um, or I don't. There's. There's definitely other ways. Uh, to maybe the show's sponsored by a blind school. It's possible. <laughs> um, like we need our we need our kind represented. Yeah, uh, and Fargo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and definitely Fargo. And Fargo, which looks fantastic. Yeah, my um, favorite part of the show, as I said before, was the uh, Fargo teasers. Yeah, uh, I don't even watch that show. <laughs> that looked great. All right, I just want to reiterate once again. We do like this show. We just want it to be better. Uh, We want it to be the show that we know it can be. To realize its potential and rise above uh, the the kind of pandering that happens on this show. Um, And just pick a consistent time. Pick a consistent length. Make it 60 minutes. (laughs) Clean hour, in and out. Because my DVR is very annoyed with you, is what I'm getting at. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, we're going to throw it over to Jolie with uh, a couple couple tweets. Okay, I've A couple got, tweets about the show that uh, you, you picked that you found humorous. Yeah, uh, I've got... My favorite tweeter of the night is uh, someone named Rod TBGWT. Uh, and once I'm finished reading my favorite tweets from him, I will give you his uh, Twitter handle because he deserves some love. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorites was Vampire Mother's Guilt is worse than regular Mother's Guilt. Hashtag Dat Strain. <laughs> yeah. uh, another goodie was uh, Nora's uh, one of those liberals who is let down by Obama because she didn't get the hope she believed in. <laughs> Hashtag Dat Strain. <laughs> Uh, so you can follow Rod T B G W T at at Rod I M U Oh Rodimus Prime. <laughs> oh yeah, he's uh, he's there been brought up on the podcast before. Has he? Friend yeah. of the podcast. Rodimus Prime. Prime. At Rodimus Prime. At Rodimus Prime. Uh, so follow him. Sorry, I uh, or her. botched botched your Twitter handle at first. It's quite all right. Very, very um, so winners and losers, I'm gonna go um, Winner is uh, let's give it to Abe because he's he's healthy again. Um, he's using the the worst parts of 
the vampire um, of the infection or whatever to make himself better. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's found the way to to do this. He's found the way to do what apparently took Palmer many many years <laughs> and uh, issues. <laughs> uh, so, and, and Abe just kind of brews it, home brews yeah. his, his his cure. Um, Is that from this episode, though? That was last episode. Okay. So um, he's still a but now he's like, he's back at 100%. Right. He's like, uh, hey, we need to go down. Yeah, let's that go. Also, I'm with um, you. I don't know if you guys talked about this on the podcast last week, but uh, I think, I want to say it was Joe, like, predicted that or said something about that, how, you know, he must have been he must be 90-something years old because of when the Holocaust yeah, took place. David. And that was, uh, that was yep. our answer. That was David. David almost David almost hit it right on the head, wow. if I'm not mistaken. Um, uh, and my loser, I'm going to say, is all the vampires that have to now commit forced suicide mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> on the orders of the Master. Because they their regular lives were turned upside down when they had to become vampires or were turned into vampires uh, and now they can't even do that mm-hmm. so they are all now uh, just uh, painting painting the sidewalk mm-hmm. so to speak I would say my winner is Nora because she's like way more tolerable right now because she's <laughs> They're not giving her much to do <laughs> yeah. that but also she solved I mean they're on to something with this uh, vex or this not vaccine this virus the new mm-hmm. virus um, they had a little win in this episode with figuring out that it really does yeah, yeah work um, and my loser is F because he's just his son is <laughs> just the worst not only is he being a terrible kid he is listening to just awful music yeah and that's like if i have a son or a daughter i could accept so many things about them i can accept you know religion uh you know their sexuality but don't listen to shitty music (laughs) yeah bolivar uh the new cd (laughs) CD uh, early 2016 back from the dead you can pick it up on um uh, apple music um, thanks to Taylor Swift, we now get paid. All right. Um, yeah, I think that's. I think that'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have anything coming up that you want to mention? Uh, most of my things have finished. Uh, just every 18, Wednesday, yeah, every Wednesday night at Philly Improv Theater, twentieth uh, and Sansom, uh, eighteen sixteen. My improv team. Uh, this week we're on at nine o'clock. So come out to that. It's fun. Uh, The team that I direct, uh, the Philly Improv Theater team I direct, called The Future, uh, which David uh, of the podcast is on, uh, is going to be performing in the Detroit Improv Festival uh, on Friday. Uh, That would be August 6th. Is that right? I have no idea. Uh, What's today's date? Uh, and that would be August 7th. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure of the time. I think it's like 8 o'clock or 10 o'clock. Um, somewhere between 8 and 10 p.m. Um, and I'm not even sure of that time frame. So look it up uh, at the Detroit Improv Festival um, uh, website, which, I don't know, just Google it. I- I've got no information. It's basically... <laughs> <laughs> but they're, they're going to be there, I Detroit. promise. And it's on Friday, uh, which I believe is August 7th. Mm-hmm. So check them out. Uh, they're a really fun team if you're in that area. Oh, um, I have one more plug. Yeah, what do you got? Um, so I've also been uh, shooting this web series called Welcome to Anadonia. We're working on season two. Uh, but there's a season one. There's a pilot online. So go check that out. It's called Welcome to Anadonia. Um, and they've got a, they've got all the Instagram and Twitter, so uh, Anadonia is spelled A-N-H-E-D-O-N-I-A. So cool. check that out. Uh, and the last thing I will say is if you do uh, enjoy the podcast or don't enjoy the podcast, if you review the podcast on iTunes, uh, you will be entered to win a, um, a something. Uh, a strain something. A strain lunchbox. Yeah, it could Maybe. be a strain lunchbox. Who knows? We will announce it next week on the podcast when we do that. Um, don't know what it's going to be, but it'll be nice. Uh, and um, to the person that uh, believes we are podcast bullies, I um, 
I accept your criticism, um, but I uh, respectfully disagree. Um, and if there are people that listen to this podcast that really enjoy it, um, then I encourage you to uh, let us know. Let us know that you uh, enjoy what we do. Um, and you could win for it. Also, like I said, if it's a negative review that gets picked, uh, that will absolutely also be entered. Um, because uh, although they are respected uh, and accepted, they are also quite humorous. Uh, so have a good week, everybody. Yeah, ciao. Bye. 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 Bye.